It's Sunday, August 3rd, 2003. And Danny Rogers, the head varsity coach of the Blanco Football Panthers, sits in his Ford truck and watches the evening settle over his team's new practice field. In less than 12 hours, his coaching staff and players will arrive for the first day of practice. From the driver's seat of his air-conditioned pickup, Coach Rogers surveys the summer grass that he mowed himself only a few hours before. The new goalpost that his 310-pound offensive tackle welded and planted behind the north end zone and the neat row of plastic blue fertilizer barrels that a local rancher donated to simulate a skeleton defense during two-a-day offensive practice drills. The stage is set and waiting for his players. This quiet scene is a pleasant one for Coach Rogers, and the picture in his mind of what will take place here tomorrow is enticing for a man who has devoted much of his life to playing and teaching football and for whom the calendar is marked by the University Interscholastic League's designation of the first Monday in August as the first official day of football practice in the state of Texas. For Coach, for 18,000 or so of his colleagues, and for a few hundred thousand Texas schoolboy football players, tomorrow is New Year's Day. But it's not all celebration and reverie for Coach. Even though the Panthers boast a healthy stable of offensive backs, and even though those backs will have a seasoned quarterback to get them the ball, and a massive offensive line to clear wide swaths of ground for them to advance it, and even though their defensive front seven can be deemed formidable, Coach is nervous about the defensive backfield. As he sits here, just hours before the first practice, he is unsure about who he'll put back there or even who might show up tomorrow to help him stabilize this potentially tender area in the Panthers' hope for a return to the 2A state title game that they won only two seasons ago. Not that there's no hope. Yesterday he was on the phone with a kid who hurt his knee last season and who plans to sit out football this year in order to stay healthy for basketball season. If there's some way that he might change his mind, he'll be an instantaneous fit at strong safety the position he competently held down last year until he was hobbled by the knee injury. There's also the rumor of a move-in, a sophomore who claims he started at varsity defensive back for a big Austin school last year as a freshman. But Coach shakes his head at the prospect of some flashy blue-chip-type player magically appearing in the locker room tomorrow morning, ready to save the day. He might be a 10th grader, and he might be from Austin, and he might be a 150-pound defensive back, and he might even show up in the morning wanting to play football. But if this kid really does exist, there's usually a reason that his folks are moving out this way. And it's not because he's a big-time starter at a big-time school, and he wants to come give little old Blanco a hand. Then there's the kid who's milling around in the fieldhouse weight room right now. A young man who has waited for the last couple of hours with the intent coach is certain, of talking about his future with the team. He's played for the Panthers the past three years. He's a defensive back, and he's really good. The kid could help us, coach says. But he spent the last two months of school last spring sitting in the gymnasium bleachers during athletic period, mocking his friends who were down there working hard to get ready for football this year because he decided he didn't want to play. And now he wants me to let him back on the team.
Coach reaches to flick the air conditioning knob to maximum, shifts his truck into drive, and says, He was supposed to meet with me a couple of days ago, but he didn't show up. He can wait a little longer.